Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm a hot potato. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Do not speak to me of rules. This is war. This is not a game of cricket. A word to you about escape. There is no barbed wire, no stockade, no watchtower. They are not necessary. We are on an island in the jungle. Escape is impossible. You would die. Good show. Jolly good show, Major. Cue the the theme song. song. I'm adamant. I will not have an officer from my battalion working as a coolie. This is not the game of a cricket. There's the challenge. In a job like yours, even when it's finished, there's always one more thing to do. We can teach these barbarians a lesson in Western methods and efficiency that will put them to shame. Jolly good show, Major. I tell you, gentlemen, we have a problem on our hands. This is war! All right. Sometimes you're out there, you're looking at yourself in the mirror like, I want to lose a little weight. I want to get lean. Do you want to get David lean? Because David lean directed a movie way back in 1957 called a the bridge on the river kwai um super famous old school uh epic war film um maybe the most famous these days um if you're a star wars fan that mr sir alec guinness starred in this one um i had heard so much about this um I've seen bits of it, I realized, in many, many, uh, you know, late late on the TV movie things going on, but never watched start to finish, um, though I thought maybe that I had. Uh, we get William Holden, Alec Guinness, Jack Hawkins, um, uh, Sesu Hayakawa, pardon me, butchering names. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, not bad. I try my best. Based on a somewhat... Well, uh, based on an actual piece of history and the construction of the Burma Railway, um, most of this is entirely fictional. Um, maybe you couldn't tell. I don't know. Uh, what's your guys' history with this flick? You got any background with it? Um, seen it before? Heard yep. about it? Yeah, I saw it before my Masturbated history to begins it? last week. Uh, or this week, I guess, <laughs> when we watched it. When you told me about it. When you told me about it. <laughs> That's when I saw it. I'd seen clips of, like, the bridge exploding and uh, other things like that. I had seen the train shot. That's true. That's pretty famous. That's that... uh, Just in reels, yeah. Whether it was, like, like a collage of, like, classic movie reels or whatever. And I'd heard the name, like, a million times, but never actually seen it. Sat down and watched it now. It's two hours and forty-one minutes long, so thick. It is it's so crazy. Commi- I, I don't know why commitment. I never thought they made movies this long back then. I think this is all they did back in the day. Make they, movies this fucking they did long. Make long ones Fuck yeah, I guess that's true. Because you look at like those, uh, whatever those ones are that Hillary likes, uh, with the with the girl that is famous from before man i'm butchering this archaic uh, explanation of tv yes. and movie yes you are oh. 
whatever, whatever <laughs> they, the fuck, who cares? They uh, me like it's not if you look at the history like I of uh, like of the movies that we do like from this era, Serpico, The Godfathers, all really long movies, uh, Apocalypse Now, a three-hour movie. Like yeah. they kind of it didn't. I don't think it was till the eighties when people well, started Space editing. Odyssey, all that stuff. I guess. I think yeah. I think eighties studios and producers and uh, studio heads started editing the shit out of movies for theatrical release time, so they could show them more more in one day and make it more money. It's funny. <laughs> That's but, probably true. And in doing so, found maybe the most consumable format for a movie, which is like that ninety to to 120 minute range seems to be the sweet spot for most movies I hold mm. uh, close to my heart. There's a few that go over the two hour mark that are always going to be your outliers, I suppose, and do the things right that that you need to do to carry someone through a movie at that length. But um, they might not have uh, known about those techniques when making this nearly three hour war epic. Um, so, I mean, when you think about a war epic in, like, let's say, Private Ryan or even Thin Red Line, right? There's a lot going on. The scope and scale of everything is quite massive. Um, you know, we're going to different locales, blah, blah, blah. This is a very, very contained story um, that, you know, mostly takes place around the POW camp and the building. Although we do take a... Ooh, if I said the gentle word detour with um, our American... A uh, friend who luckily escapes the camp and goes off on a uh, vacation for uh, a good portion of the movie before getting pulled back into the fold. Um, it's pretty. Um, it's it's a lot of time spent in similar places. Um, a lot of conversations. A lot of a lot of tight shots um, going on throughout the flick, and it's interesting way to go. Like if you're hoping with a three hour movie, you get to do and see a bit more than what we get to do and see here. I think. Yeah, and that guy getting his, like, I mean, the the scenic route we take there with him, it's not that that is a bad storyline. Like, it's good that we have him go somewhere where they utilize his knowledge of the camp and then go back for the rescue mission, uh, or the blow-up mission, I guess, the sabotage, right? Yeah. Um, but where it gets lost is how much detail there is. That's that's a great little quick joke. If we If he gets out, we don't see him until it's necessary that we do and then he is like somewhere just like taking it easy and banging chicks like he is right and then they're like they're like hey you know the ruse is up and we need your expertise and you know you can't really say no and then he you know can go on the rescue but I mean you don't need to to truck us along we don't need to see all those little steps in between like him with the tribe and then him getting sent on his own way and then him struggling like it all just doesn't matter yeah i think the reason that his side story mattered less to me was because it seems so it it really messed with the structure of this movie because his escape should have been a somewhat of a climax so then it's hard to go from that into his vacation mode which you know for maybe five or six cuts back to him it's like the five or six before they start planning to come back and do the rescue mission i think it was either during or after the movie I said to you guys I thought it would have been really cool if like part of the movie opened up with him having just like woken up from escaping and you kind of learn a bit about where he came from um, and then kind of intercut that with the guys the British crew arriving to the camp maybe and starting to 
uh, figure out that they're <laughs> that the officers ain't going to do any work today. So that like we'd kind of get some mystery and intrigue when he finally shows back up um, at the site instead of just it feels like a climax close to the start of the movie, a climax at the end and then dead space in the middle, which is a weird a weird thing and a, a lot not a lot is happening i mean they but they're building the bridge and the officers don't want to work and the like the, even the mental warfare between the colonel and the and the the japanese camp um commander it, like there's good stuff in there that that's what i think was particularly frustrating about this movie is there's an interesting story in here a really interesting one yeah it should have been like the the last samurai type of uh type of a thing right He's a prisoner. There's no fence. There's no gates. He's there because it's crazy idea that he could leave. Right? He'll die from exposed, uh, whatever you call it. Yep. Um, and then like like Tom Cruise and that fucking uh, general get to do at his town or his little village. The same thing could happen here between Guinness and uh, Seiko. Yeah. Saito. 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 And the guy um, who goes on vacation too is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You could yeah. have him, he escapes, so when he jumps into the river, the next time you see him, he can be sitting in an office on the other side of the desk from that British guy saying, we need you to go back. Instead, yeah. we waste like an hour watching him suntan and hang out with women and all of that Get stuff. courted by the British commander guy who yeah. wants him to go? Why, yeah, why? Three or four visits before he's like, we know who you are and you have to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. You also need. interesting too, like the way that's sprung. That guy's like not mistaking character uh, identity. He he assumed that guy's persona, but for a good reason. I thought that was all really interesting, and it was just kind of like almost an afterthought joke to get him just to go on the mission, which wasn't the most important thing. Yeah, do we no. need to? Do we really need to see him like trying to bang a bunch of ladies? I mean, what is that doing for this story? I mean, that's just a huge detour. And his character, it does nothing no, there. Like no, like I, wh- him being a womanizer never comes into play. What you were a POW, you Here's get out. Thing. You, you can bang women. That's okay with me. No, you don't need him at all. You need, no. you need all. You need is the intelligence to have a desire to blow up that bridge, and you could communicate it that it's you know they know it's being built by uh, POW labor. And and then you go back and then you show Guinness have that that huge like struggle right between yep. like because it's when he, when it's someone he knows and he's like trying to stop him. I mean, I don't know. The end didn't play to me the same way as if maybe it was, you know, the like a rogue squad of of commandos or something. And then he's he recognizes that they're on the same team technically, but, yeah. you know. Then he fights to stop them. I, I just I think maybe that would be a little bit better. For me, you for me, I would just cut with what was good and what was bad, and and everything with that guy escaping was bad. Yeah. Um. Up until the scene between him and the British guy, where they're where they're talking about his identity, talking about how he's an American soldier, not a British soldier, and I love that scene where all that gets sorted out, and they're like, "Well, your commander's given us like." you so now you're with us and we know who you are and we know you were lying and like so i liked all that stuff i would i would have them go back and not not have such a hard time getting to the bridge because that dragged and slowed it down like they they should like tell him because i love his line where 
where he's like, well, you're going to go back. And he's like, well, since there's nothing I can do about it, I volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> I like that line. And then, like, have him go back, and then they get to the bridge, and the same <coughs> thing happens. Yeah. You don't need him doing anything else but the bridge thing. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the time spent doesn't build his character. We know he's reluctant, and then until he's forced in, he's not. It, like he bangs ladies he doesn't really want to be there he's not really an officer but he also is uh, like has a little bit of dedication and that's that's it right like it's just not a complicated character no, that it's guy not at all and i i also think the the relationship between sato and commander uh kenobi or whatever <laughs> uh, is really good i think it's really good i like Cause well, that's Commander. why I'm saying that's what should have been focused on, right? Like yeah. that's where my last Samurai thing is through. Is like that's the re- that's what we should have been seeing, right? Yeah, that relationship in building. While we don't need to see any of the shit with the other guy, he doesn't exist in the movie, right? Yeah. So, what, like this is this is where we're at. What what I like about that storyline too is that Kenobi. Uh, just his whole thing is he just wants to be in charge of the bridge. He want he wants to build the bridge. That's what he's really fighting for. He wants to do it his way with his officers, yeah, and then he gets fucking it. Power and, hungry. And so he, the other yeah. guy get the other guy gives up. He gets it finally, and demoralizes the guy who's captured him. And you could see. I love the scenes where you see that he has been demoralized. When they're coming in and they're like, yeah, well, this is what we're going to do anyway. We thought we'd just let you know. <laughs> and he's got like that, yeah. th- that dog face where he's looking down at the table. He's not saying anything. I, I really like all that story. And I like that he builded the bridge and then th- that's his now. It's his baby. He, he, he Now he loves that bridge. Like he did a good job. He got it I done in time. He, he, saved, uh, he saved Sato's life. You know, all that. That was all kind of interesting. I like that. I thought there was like a chance to hit some stuff a little harder. And like since none of this was really true, apparently the the character that Saito is based on was like one of the most lenient Japanese commanders to the point where in real life after the camps were like dispersed and the Americans won the war, um, the colonel who this movie is based on um Alec Guinness's character spoke at his military tribunal the 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 Japanese commander and kept him from getting hung at the gallows saying how lenient he was no way. um and those two were like kept the connection for the rest of their days so I would have loved to see in this um initially the battle between the colonel and the colonel I guess between Saito and and Kenobi where Kenobi ends up winning and because Saito is Japanese it's like all very honor-based and saving face so when he like when when uh, he finally lets Guinness and the the other officers not work, that's when he almost offs himself um, because he was so shamed. But then it would have been really nice to see it spin the other way, where maybe the two colonels actually become good friends, even though one's the prisoner and one's the commander. So that when Saito is stabbed at the end, it's not just a oh what happened. It'd be like a no, and then I would buy that. Like what are you doing? Don't blow up my bridge. Like it would show how crazy Guinness had got. Instead of Guinness just going, no, don't do it. Don't. Oh, what have I done? Okay, I'll just die here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a pretty good Guinness. It would have really made that ending pop, like for for a huge climax of Saito yeah. getting killed there, and then Guinness going absolutely fucking nuts because his basically his friend was just killed, uh, and yeah. then maybe he can snap out of it last second to know what's what. But like little fight against the Americans there to to blow up the bridge or not was would have been like a little bit more, a little bit more there. They just I fucking make it all for nothing. 
They kind of do. Right? It's, it's a 70s like the whole shit, thing right? about Saito, like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's fucking it. But, like, Saito's like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to kill myself. And then there's, like, you know, because we like him. He's, because he is, like, a compassionate and and he does have a sense of reason to him. He, like, he never goes ahead with just, like, pointless um, torture or killing to get his way, right? Yeah. Even when it even when it does mean his life, right? They they say he could. They kept saying he'll do it. He'll shoot those guys in the street, but he doesn't. And he yeah. is under so much pressure to get that bridge bridge built. Yeah. Like I almost feel bad for him. I'm like he doesn't have a choice. So he is trying to do the best with what he's been given. Maybe he doesn't want to command a POW camp, but he's been put in charge of it. Well, and right? so at the end, right when he has been saved, and then he just gets killed. Yeah. For, no, like, you, for no, fucking what, to- man? This is you Game of Thrones. Totally, you guys are totally right. You guys are totally right. Yeah. They, they spend all this time building the bridge that's just going to get blown up. And yep. they spend all this time saving Sato, who just gets stabbed. Yep. And so, like, nothing. If they didn't build the bridge. <laughs> Everybody and the American POW, he goes on this big volunteer mission. He just gets killed. He would have killed himself. And, uh, and the Canadian. And all those Americans and his crew wouldn't have got killed. If, <laughs> Yeah, why wasn't, why wasn't, uh, yeah, why weren't they sabotaging the bridge? So Sato would kill himself. He, he was kind of a dick in the beginning. He was going to, he was going to gun down all the officers. I mean, he's got very little yeah. choice. Uh, the playbook back then is pretty one way on this. <laughs> I guess. Stab or no stab? There were rules, yeah. though. Like, there were, there were very strict rules, as we've learned from The Great Escape and this film. Oh, uh, Geneva. I thought about The Great Escape when watching Mm -hmm. this and how much I looked forward to putting uh, The Great Escape out of my memory. (laughs) Wait, you thought this was better than The Great Escape? I do think it's better than The Great Escape. I disagree wholeheartedly that The Great Escape is much better than this. Let's make sure we have a scene where we whistle that whistle song There's while we're so marching. There's so many great characters in the great <laughs> If I never see that again or hear that again, I would be a very pleased person. The the guy who makes the documents, uh, I mean, look at the look at the cast in the Great Escape too. Like all of them shine in that movie. But that um, movie is bad. Well, yeah. it didn't hold up. We all agreed on that. But I think that's yeah. A but far this better. at least has like I find this has more of like a well, I don't know, maybe it just the recency bias I, there's I, a I lot a similar better there's far better more interesting characters in the great escape than this there's like ice, what about ives well they and, have uh, a lot more characters in the great escape there's for fuck tons sakes. of characters the great escape's also like three and a half hours long or some shit like that so it's a yeah. whole different vibe too it's meant to be like that yeah like buddy kind of like adventure but it is more buddy but then it also goes hardcore like death and killing so but in both yeah. those movies both this one and that one and in uh, Emperor of the Sun which is also a prison camp movie with Christian Bale when he's like fucking 10 or something which yeah, is a great Spielberg. I think is better than both these movies so maybe we should do that one sometime but we should but yeah there's a lot of discussion about the rules of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do with prisoners how you're supposed to treat them like it's understood by all all parties that like there there should be some co- code of ethics and morals about how you're treating your captives. Yeah. And so um, that's interesting that this came that came into play so so big in this because um, the whole conflict in the beginning of the movie I was kind of thought was um, I was against the British 
because they just didn't this their their officers just didn't want to work all he wanted them to do is build yeah. a bridge with the, their men he's like your men are building a bridge you guys are gonna build a bridge too and they're like how dare you us officers will never build a bridge we won't lift a finger we won't pick yeah. up a rock we don't do that it's against the geneva <laughs> convention and like he was willing to let people die from the hospital he was willing to let them get gunned down by a machine gun just so they didn't have to fucking lift a finger but so again i, I think thought they were dicks <laughs> well i think it's less relatable to us now i think that part is is more a victim of that right yeah I that's the that uh, aristocracy you look, yeah you look 45 years ago or whatever it is right 100 years um, ago almost yeah well for the for the battle stuff yeah so those um, Brit officers would have been like at uh, Downton Abbey the week before. So, yeah, they're like, we're not working, old chap. We have servants for this sort of they're thing. They're like, yeah, shoot That's me. Thing. I'd rather like, you shoot me than have me do my servants work. <laughs> yeah. And like now we don't see that because now I think we all felt we were like, yeah, officers work too, right? Like we all felt like Saito was in the right there. Like, yeah, nobody gets off, right? We're all building this fucking bridge. And, uh, oh, fuck, don't tell me I lost it. And so anyways, <laughs> when that doesn't happen or does happen, it's good. And then bad. the other thing and the point <laughs> in the end. Oh, wait. So the other thing that does happen Victory. though is when they're Shit. getting close to the deadline, uh, uh, Commander Kenobi does fucking get the officers to start working. Well, yeah, after yeah. he's given permission, then out of the goodness of his heart to meet deadlines, he does it. But that's Which what is, I'm saying is, though, like, that was the big turn for me was, like, because the, 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 he, he took a personal interest in the bridge, then all of a sudden he was willing to break that rule to get it completed. So well, it was just all selfishness on his part. He was so egocentric. It, it all was based on what he wanted, what his needs were. And then he would break every rule because now that's his bridge and he's got to get it done. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think what Brent is saying is, is, is correct that the, the, it's probably is pretty accurate, um, for how, how they acted now, but it does. So I wondered, um, does, when this first came out, was Obi-Wan Kenobi the villain in this movie or was he like a guy who starts out being just, uh, very principled and that's good because that's how it should have been. Maybe loses his way a little, but then realizes his mistake and comes back at the end to redeem. That might've been the original intent, but in today it looks like he's like right up there as one of the main villains in this movie until he redeems himself at the very end. The whole time. Okay. But he, I don't even think he redeems himself because he does say the line, what have I done or something like that. But then he takes a bunch of bullets and he like, he like limply falls sideways on the plunger with his hip. Yeah, he doesn't grab, it is a he it is like a million dollar baby type of thing. It is. Yeah, he it took is. a mortar to grab, the head. It'd be different if he grabbed the handle. <laughs> it'd be different if he grabbed the handle with both hands and like enthusiastically fuck. It was like, eh. but that is yeah. not what happened. He like stumbled and tripped and landed on the plunger, uh, almost uh, by accident. It looked like to me. I don't know mm. how it looked to you. Maybe guys, he but fell with intent. No, no one, no one pushes a plunger with their fucking hip. I was like, I'm gonna hip this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Because like, Ugh. what if it doesn't work? Then like, you're on the ground now and you're fucking bleeding out. So I don't know. Just the fact that he says the line, "What have I done?" I guess 
shows that he he recognizes that that he's lost his way. Yeah. But well, that's you, know, the, you think he's in charge, but does he a victim of Stockholm? That's or is what it I'm, really the bridge? Is I think it, it should have been like more so clear. Duty bound. Yeah. That whatever is put in front of him, he must pursue. I think they should have leaned into the Stockholmy part of this a bit more. Like I was saying before, initially he's like so principled, he's fighting the Japanese leader, but then ends up <clears throat> getting his way. But then they build a mutual respect because they get the bridge built on time. And then it turns that, you know, uh, Guinness forgets who he is and what he's doing and starts to like act in Japanese um, interests and then realizes at the end, like it would have been a nice, a nice clean arc. And since not much else is going on, you could have like breezed through it. Nice, easy, breezy, beautiful, you know, kind of shit going on. What about a love story aspect? Yes. Bring it. Saito and Guinness. Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting. I mean, today you could definitely get away with that. They start finding each other a little bit, right? Back then you'd have people. An accidental hand uh, touch over the schematics. In the in the 1950s, you'd have people throwing (laughs) up in the theater if they kissed. If they lock lips, you'd have people like in the theater and they'd be fleeing the theater. They were like, oh, my God, what is happening? Yeah. They try to paralyze everyone in fear the second they saw it to like. Yeah. But today you could definitely that that desire. You could definitely get away with an intimate relationship between those two. I think that would be uh, super interesting, actually. They're both like. I think it's like a broke back candidate for quality. (laughs) If you consider that this is like, you know. A man with a prison camp. It could it could all happen man over with a dream. They could do tantric seppuku. <laughs> it, 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 it could all happen over. <laughs> Just constantly. Oh my god! Almost in a state of stabbing until they if die. If you're gonna do seppuku, you want tantric seppuku. Yeah, for, for sure. John just John just killed seppuku by itself. No one will ever do it by itself if tantric. <laughs> shit is also <laughs> capable to be involved it, it could also just happen over tea like they're both having tea like late at night and then one of them's like i have not seen my wife in so long i get urges sometimes and then the other yeah. guy's like the other guy's like i'm gay i i, I, I get <laughs> i get urges as well what do we do about these urges though in war I don't know. I don't know what to do with these feelings. We should kill ourselves. Then, no, let's <laughs> tantric kill ourselves. <laughs> no, I was thinking about like more like one of them blows the other, but okay, you go your direction too. Yeah, no, blowing is where it's going to head. I mean, yeah, it may be like, anal, but I can't imagine prison camp anal is very nice. This is the no. second the second war movie we watched that completely ignores that like dudes were definitely banging dudes in war. Like where's the yeah, dudes banging dudes, dudes? Definitely still are. Where is the broke back war movie? Like where the fuck is that? Someone make that movie. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know you're right. Uh, that's why I said that. Where it oh, is? I thought you were uh, like, yeah, this. That's my idea. idea. Yeah, I, I said that's you where can't steal is it that the, quick. You need to wait at least a week for me to. No, forget. but I underlined is where is the broke back war movie? Because <laughs> it was already brought up in the conversation. <laughs> That's good. good inflection. You really. I bet you could even get time. Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> to do it. Jake Gyllenhaal would be like, "Shit, yeah." He'd be back. He's doing lots of war beauty, movies yeah. lately. Dude, a ton of straight actors would be like killing for gay roles. I know, right but now. then they get canceled because it's such an easy way like to to get good press, right? You just like you're like, see how cool I am. I'll kiss anybody. Can a straight right guy like face. play a gay guy in 2023? Are are they get canceled by the gays? 
Brendan Fraser just did. He and he got a lot of critique. But if you think he was gay in the whale, he's a fat gay guy. Oh, I just knew he was fat. I had no idea what his sexual identity was. Yeah, no, he's gay. That's There was um, some outrage about it, which, I mean, I guess I can see, but it's not really fair because if you're acting, right, the whole point of acting should be to act, right? You're not supposed to be the person. I think, obviously, we don't play other races, right? Uh, well, Unfortunately. Uh, people used I, to I all of a sudden don't play Genghis Khan like a fucking, what's his name? Dick McBalls from the old days. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's oh, that uh, old Western guy? The Duke. Yeah, uh, not Heston. Fucking uh, Jesus Christ! What's his it's name? The Duke he's John Wayne. Wayne. John Wayne. That's it's actually. A, <laughs> he's, he's. You ever hear him as Genghis Khan? He's like, those Chinese built a wall there. We're gonna. <laughs> he doesn't change. He doesn't even try. They oh gave God. him like some extra long eyebrows and eye lines, and then he just did a southern fucking states accent. There's there's a great the example best. of what you're talking about in that movie with Brendan Lee called Dragon about Bruce Lee, where he goes to the movie theater with his girlfriend, and there's an old movie where uh, an American actor plays a very over the top, super fucking racist Chinese character. Yeah, and, with the glasses and, and shit. Yeah, yeah, and they have that's to Jerry Lewis. Yeah, it is Jerry Lewis, and they have to like leave the theater um, because he's like so um, offended by how they're making fun of his culture. So that I always that always stuck out to me that scene in that movie. That's the yep. thing. I think like I think there are obvious places that you don't go as far as like acting or you know presuming new roles, mm. but in terms of things that are easy crossovers like gay straight because. I mean, what, do you want no gay actors to play straight characters anymore? I mean, that's a, most of the work, right? It's totally yeah. true. Yeah, I just, no, I just think these lines question. are not are not good lines. At the end of the day, when your job is to pretend to be somebody else, I mean, you shouldn't be critiqued for for doing that. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to get a, a Levy to play a straight character in something. Hmm. I think he'd be good. Who Daniel was? Levy? Oh. Yeah, he'd be great. But he's so good just as he is. He's Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. I don't know how he'd be serious. He's a good comedic actor, but um yeah. It's a challenge. It's the quiet though. Daniel, the we all know Daniel listens to the show. It's a challenge, Daniel. Give me a call. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> John, what's um, our website? <laughs> go ahead. Produced John. by Sam Spiegel. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um I wanted to reflect a little bit for this movie on, um, well, I first wanted to say how many uh, Academy Awards this movie won. How many did uh, it go on? Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Mr. Guinness, Best Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score. And won some British Academy Awards, too, for Film, Best British Film, Best British Actor, and Best British Screenplay. Wow, they don't. They just throw British in everywhere and have the Academy Awards again. <coughs> uh, yeah. So this thing cleaned up. I mean, I, I don't know what else was this going to be up against. This is the 30th <coughs> Academy Awards. And other movies in this year would have been 12 Angry Men. Interesting. The original 12 Angry Men. Peyton no. Place, Sayonara, no, and Witness for it. the Prosecution. Never yeah, seen any Alec of them. Guinness, Alec Guinness was uh, nominated alongside Marlon Brando. And uh, he took it from Brandon. He fucking won. 
Yeah. He to- yeah, he totally did. And now he's only remembered as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, supporting actor in Sayonara got it, though. That must have been... Fair. I had no idea he was I can't in say this. I can't say I know any of the other movies that are in no. the... Like Peyton Place, Witness for the Prosecution, Sayonara, The Bachelor Party. Just 12 Angry I, Men's the only one I know. Funny Face, Les Girls. I mean, that one sounds all right. <laughs> Les Girls? In 1957? Um, I think it's French. Like, Les, Les, Les Girls. But so when you go on to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, this movie, based on almost 100 reviews, is grabbing an approval rating of 96%. And one reviewer said, and just, I just want to throw this out there for some for some comment. Uh, this complex war epic asks hard questions, resists easy answers, and boasts career-defining work from Alec Guinness and director David Lean. Are we that's asking why, hard questions and resisting easy answers here, fellas? Well, that's why I think. Um, I think so. That's why I think this doesn't. Like I, mean, I know it's a little early, but I think that's why this, the word "hold up" is a not is a good term for this movie, being that it's, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> but it, do, it, it 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 doesn't hold up because it um it's not like for by today's standards, it, the story is not complex at fucking all. Like, um, you know, there's there are movies that have very complex stories and and deep themes. I don't think this one does. I think it's this, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. I think I understand why it was acclaimed and won a lot of awards and and the ending is interesting. But as we all said, <laughs> uh, they the ending cancels out everything that was done in this movie. So you you made me watch this thing for 2 hours and 41 minutes. And then you're like, yeah, but if if we didn't do this, the end result would be the same. Sato would be dead. <laughs> There'd be no bridge. And those guys who came here to blow it up would have survived. They'd be back home like on vacation. So that's the end of the Bang, movie. Banging nurses. Yeah, banging a lot of nurses. Like that American guy should have never come back. He was right. That was a yeah. mistake. <laughs> that was a big mistake. Yeah, he yeah fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going AWOL if they ask me to go back. I'm telling you that. Just the fact he got out of there alive, I'd be like, yep, I would salute. I'd say I was doing it, and then I'd fucking disappear in the wind. I'd be gone like a shadow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you you go now. Well, are we calling? <laughs> I know Colin just got to Colin it because just of the weird it. question. Well, I we, we but I'm, I'm I'm calling it early. That doesn't necessarily mean. Is there anything that we we not talking about in this? The music was the music good? I don't recall. No, it was not. I've the directing it. is good. The directing is fine. The cinematography is fine. There there is good acting in this movie by all. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, way, the acting seems fine. Way, 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 way too long. You could you could have made this an hour and forty one minutes, and you would have had a far more interesting movie. At an hour forty one, this is way better. Yeah, because you cut all it. the bullshit with the American. You develop He's the relationship the... between the uh, Japanese general and fucking uh, Guinness. Yeah, and then you move forward with that whole baby. And Jesus. The Save guy us a fucking hours out of our day. The yeah, guy who played the American uh, is William William Holden, and 
he is the lead in this movie. So that this is what I'm thinking is they made this and then they watched the the reels after and they're like, fuck, this is Alec Guinness's movie. But but we we paid Holden so much, we got to edit this so he's the star and we'll just have more and more of him. I think that's what they got into here because he should have been, I don't even think he should have been a character. Like, I don't think so either. And like not a the title character. It's they like, just need the commandos to come in. We just didn't need that much time with the commandos. It's like uh, what's his name in The Rock? Um, uh, when Cage? they send in the Navy SEALs, they get the Navy SEAL guy to play it uh, from Terminator. Oh, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's uh, Reese. He plays Reese. The fuck? I can't do name? that, sir. I can't, I can't take that, that order. Sir. Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Um, like we didn't need to have him training as a SEAL and then mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah doing whatever he was a seal we knew he was a seal because he said he was a seal and he was with a group of seals <laughs> and he's with the seals yeah so we fucking went in and he died and then that's it we don't need any more for him so it's the same with holden like we needed some maybe five minutes of the movie to set up that there was a commando team coming in and they had a former pow of this camp who had escaped and it'd be like oh you can escape and it's like it was tough i almost died of dysentery and they found me in a boat okay great i didn't need to see fucking 20 minutes of you doing that that's great and now go kill everybody here and since everybody dies, I don't care that you die or the Canadian guy dies or the British guy kills people. That was the stupidest thing. He's like launching mortars right around where that plunger is, this Brit guy, around people he knows to be on his team and still alive and around Alec Guinness. And he ends up killing his own men. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just had to, I couldn't leave any survivors. Yeah, but someone had to blow that shit up. And the way to blow a train up, the train tracks up, is not to mortar the people around where the plunger is. Uh, And that's the other thing, too. The Canadian guy is another example of where they take something they're leaning towards with his character, and then it it becomes immediately null and void because his whole thing is he can't kill anybody. They established that in the beginning when when he introduces himself about him not really wanting to kill anybody. Then he had an opportunity earlier to kill someone, and he doesn't. But then at the end of the movie, he does kill somebody, but he immediately then gets killed. So, so they make what? it his triumph to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, they make that his good thing that he had. He overcomes. That's really weird. That to make his arc to take a man's life before he gets killed. That's his arc. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I it. hate to say yeah, it, but they kind it. of make the Japanese out to be like stupid. Yeah. Right. Um, and then with things like that too, like I think that this movie is uh, a little tinger racist kind of uh, leanings, and I'm not saying racist like they think, you know, they start shouting bigoted words or anything, but there is like a real way of portrayal people that are non-white actors, I guess, that is very of a time. Yeah. yeah. Also. also why is Sato and uh, Kenobi going out on unarmed in the liver following a cable when he clearly knows that that cable is going to lead to someone on the other end of it to blow up the bridge and assuming they didn't come alone. So, so he would be going out there with Sato unarmed walking towards uh, like a group of six to ten men with a plunger on the other end by themselves and then you they wonder why they got killed like why wouldn't they send out all of their troops to go find the why guys wouldn't they with the just plunger? clip the the line yeah cut the wire maybe cut the wire too 
But that's why would that have been the like, first thing instead of fucking like he tries you know, at the very idiotically end, right. just fucking marching down the fucking thing like you know like a, like a fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon where they're like pulling <laughs> the line out of the dirt as he's walking yeah. and then at the end there's like a sign that says look up and it's an anvil or some shit like <laughs> yeah we're right? fucking at right now like why why wasn't there a couple of men with with guns that were were escorting them at least at like at minimum like who lets their commanding officer Go wandering through the river when there's clear danger about. Yeah, both of the commanding officers. The commanding yeah. officer for the POWs and the commanding officer for the POW camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go off together, not to fuck, but to just follow a fucking wire. <laughs> Alone, unprotected. See? A mystery wire go. that's if been wrapped around the fucking, bridge. And the crew <laughs> knew that they were fucking when they started to wander off. That's why they wouldn't have followed them, which would have oh, worked for see? this movie. That totally does work for the movie. We and you don't need to, to put much in. Just bang, show them you know. starting having tea, and then we go away to a conversation between two of the POWs, and we come back, and they're both in kimonos smoking cigarettes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, red, really red, fiery kimonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. what's and his name is done up like, like a geisha. Alec Guinness is a geisha. With the and one, of their, and and like, one oh. of their legs is like slightly <laughs> over. the little red lip. Yeah. <laughs> and one of, their, one of the guys, Alex's leg is slightly over Sato's leg. Just like, just so slightly. <laughs> just <laughs> like, just <laughs> touching. Casual like. Yeah. And oh my they, God. Or Guinness is in front of him like Leia with fucking uh, Jabba. Jabba in the back. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a neck chain on. There He's you like, go. What? What is it, Major? Yeah. I like that. You didn't want to work, did you? <laughs> um, so I'm going to guess that you guys also think this doesn't hold up? Oh, we can go there, I guess. We don't need to make this podcast as long as a movie. Yep. I will say the following. It doesn't hold up. Aww. And I do like war movies. I mean, sadly, right? Yep. I do like war movies. Um, and I like if they're philosophical and I like if they have action as long as they are a good movie. Right. <laughs> and this one just doesn't do either of those things. Well, and as I said, I think that some of the content and some of the relatability of this, I think are just of a time. Um, and we are so far past that time now that, you know, I, I just don't think it plays the same anymore. So no, it is hard it to understand a lot of decisions that are made by people, um, especially the one with the officers and stuff, where they don't want to work. And yeah, um, we yeah. we you know this is the 1940s in, in British Brunswick. These people were all probably came from lavish wealth to be a officer in the British military. But to me, it just seemed like they were lazy pompous fucks who didn't want to work beside their men and mm -hmm. that just like left such a bad taste in my mouth for the first half of this movie yeah yeah <sighs> yeah it doesn't hold up not even close um but this one is uh not frustrating because it wasn't made recently so they, they you can't go back and like hold the ford model t to not having fucking anti-lock brakes and an airbag at the time they just didn't know <clears throat> so there's no hate for this movie and uh, they probably didn't realize it and obviously people fucking loved it and obviously a lot of people still like it yeah. um, 
And like I've seen that this is on lists. It was made um, Library of Congress put this away as, you know, his culturally, historically and aesthetically uh, significant. And it was named in all the like British Film Institute lists and shit like that. This movie just falls into so many of these others that you have to label as significant in how it helped to build to where we are today, but is not good anymore. It just isn't. Um, And the real disappointing part in me just makes me sad is this is a movie that potentially I would even say you could remake and in today to shorten it up, tighten the screws, go for what this really is about. And give me a two less than two hour movie about this with some with some Stockholm syndrome with some fucking POW camp stuff, um, and with some commandos who want to try and come in and save the day. And there's a big clusterfuck at the end that something something positive has to happen, like that bridge getting blown up has to be of some material significance so that the day was won. But there should be some tragedy around it. And that would be a fucking movie I would watch because um, there's there's so much good stuff here to build on. It's just that two thirds of what he was here right now is probably useless. Only yeah. a third is like super good. So that's what you should have built around. So it doesn't hold up. It, it's kind of sad. And you know what? I think I think with the time of the movies being longer, I think it, it probably was more who had control of um, who had more power and control. I think before the 80s, the, the directors had more control and power over their material and what how it was edited and stuff. And I feel like the 80s and 90s, the studios took the control away from directors. And now they've gotten it back here in the streaming era. And that's why we're seeing these two, three, four hour long movies again. Because, um, because the streaming services don't work like studios. The streaming services are like, oh, this guy... He's won a bunch of awards. All of his movies make money. We'll just give him like a hundred million dollars, and we'll let him do whatever the fuck he wants. So I think it's because the uh, the process is back in the hands of the of the director. Yeah, it shouldn't. And for for the worst, though, once again, these guys. I mean, were making director's cuts in the eighties and nineties that were getting released so that they could show what they would have put out there. But the movie in the theater was a far better tighter movie like yeah, the, whole, my, the whole point of like when I'm thinking about like writing something is I don't want people looking down at their watch checking the time um, I looked at the, my phone so much I checked the time of how long was left in this movie probably like a dozen times oh, while yeah. watching it that's, and that's, every time you look, you just get sadder. You're like, fuck, there's still an hour and a half to go. Fuck, there's still an hour. How is there an so hour? And there's so many new movies today that have that exact same feel. Yeah. Oh, big time. The yep. only time you want someone checking their watch is at the very end to say like, wow, that flew by. What time is it? Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah. And how is it when no one's attention span can stay in place that these are being allowed to happen? And you go worse yet is you go on the fucking review sites and it's like ninety five percent, ninety percent, excellent four hour epic John Wick three four whatever the fuck. It's because like, people are afraid to have a contrary opinion. Yeah, I mean, obviously not the mega group, but <laughs> most other people. Everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once is a perfect example of that. That movie had had there is so much good material that could have been edited into a, a properly length movie. And yeah. and it is like an hour too long, and people just gush over it because because of the that hour forty five that is good. That movie but, has so much potential. Like that oh, movie is a great movie, just wrapped up in too much content. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 100%. And, and there's so many more that are coming out or have been released in the last five years that are exactly the same as that. You yeah. don't need to throw content at us to get us to want a sequel. You need to throw less at us so that we want the sequel. What the fuck yeah. is so hard to understand about that? It's like Blesses, the oldest yeah. fucking saying is like, leave them wanting more. Yes, wanting always. More, yeah, you should. I, I'm seeing that with some television content now um, where um, I just rewatched all of the first season of Barry in like a night. Um, and it's only like half an hour episodes and there's only eight of them. But at, at the end of every one of those episodes, I wanted more. I was like, holy shit, it's over already. That was it. Yeah, that that is the feeling I want. If if I'm making something, I want that feeling at the end of every episode, after at the end of every movie. I want you to say, holy shit, that's over already. No, that sucks. That's the yeah. thing, and it's not content limited because you take someone like Sorkin that can make a dialogue-heavy movie about a boring-ass shit like fucking baseball, and it's like it's like all fucking character and 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 dialogue. Yep. And it's never drags. Never. Never. And that movie's what two fifteen, two twenty something. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Once again, you don't have to make a short movie. You just have to make a fucking good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. It's, uh, yeah. That's the thing. If you yeah. go, if you play outside of the lines, it needs to be with like with excellence, right? Yeah, you have to stick stick to the fucking plan. And then when you become a master fucking artist, then you can fucking Picasso. Then you can start throwing shit against the canvas and fucking calling it art. And make but once you upon a time in Hollywood. Oh no! <laughs> See, that's too that much. So that's bad. too much of a good thing. <clears throat> yeah. He did his early well, it's stuff. The same thing's Tarantino. happening with Scorsese. They're just allowed to yeah, do whatever. Yeah, no, that's and especially lately, especially lately. Since he won his Oscar, he started to really shift into I don't give a fuck anymore mode, and now everything's just going to be indulgent, whatever I want to see. And I guess yeah. some people are liking it because they like The Irishman. A lot of people like that movie. But oh my god, it's, just it's like, horrible! Holy, The Irishman, another one that I thought had a really it. good movie inside of it. Yeah. But it's it's unbearably long. Yeah. And you need to just consolidate, man. Stop masturbating. Yeah. Yeah, let's get to the climax so we can wrap fuck up and us. masturbate again. Yeah, fuck yeah, us. Yeah, your movie's <laughs> not supposed to please you. It's supposed to please us. <laughs> fuck me. Come on. Not your yeah, the thing the thing that I the thing that I edited <laughs> down that I made was twenty minutes long originally, and I had three or four different people keep coming and watching it till it was eight minutes. And like I liked all the stuff that I cut, but but you cut it because you're boring the shit out of people, and they don't like that stuff. Yeah, that's why the ratio it. of a cut there too. You took a twenty minute whole composition and made it eight, right? Yeah, that's over fifty percent of the fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So that would be like this movie. All of a sudden, it's an hour twenty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which and is good. fine. And good. Like yeah. fucking A, yeah. Most importantly. Most yeah. importantly, yes. Yeah, no, it's I, true. I, and comedy is, is the worst. When you have an overly long comedy, there's nothing nothing worse than trying to watch a two-hour two comedy or 220 comedy. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's got to switch into drama for half an hour to, to like, get you... Super relaxed on the comedy and it. it's like which fuck. is which is why i liked funny people um the first time i watched it i can't say whether i still would now i know both you guys did not like it 
it's but I thought movies. that it balanced that really well um, <clears throat> between being funny. It does have a two movie kind of feel to it. Um, yeah. yeah. But they do have that that segue that I think works really well from like the funny um, opening, right? And then dipping into his illness and becoming more of a serious movie as they learn about each other. Yeah. While still like walking the line of lightness on some areas and keeping, I think, the balance there. Yeah. That movie to me always struck me to be... Um, pretty well done as far as that goes that movie the reason why it, 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 i mean obviously you should check it out again because i've watched it a couple times but the reason why that movie doesn't work for me anymore is because it doesn't pick a lane it's like is it supposed to be about him getting sick and learning a lesson and getting better but then it becomes about like his ex-girlfriend and getting her back and then they go to her house and the, with her husband and then the whole thing it's just like there's I way too much going part of his illness right it's uh, he gets better and then he goes to her house and tries to steal her from her husband and her kids and then him and Rogan have it out because Rogan thinks what he's doing is bad but like that all that stuff like he shouldn't have got better to the end of the movie and that should have been the movie but instead they like take it on a whole like lost love thing and he lied to her and then her husband and her aren't getting along and then they get back together it's fucking too much mm. it's the same <laughs> thing with it's the same thing with 40 year old virgin there's so much of Apatow's stuff where where he doesn't focus on what the, the story is and he wanders off into like a, a B story or a C story and um, the yep. point gets lost. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. <clears throat> well, we're still learning lessons. like two and right? a half hours long or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very long. long movie. It's, it, it is too long. Yeah. yeah. It's also got some really funny shit in there. I was it, well, no, absolutely it does. There's some great shit. The the actors in that movie are, are really funny in that movie. Yeah, they certainly are. They certainly are. Certainly are. What's All right, next, fellas. John? Are we done this war well, thing yet? No, we're halfway after this one now. So we got two more to go. One of them interesting. The other I'm so excited for. Uh, so the interesting one is Enemy at the Gates. Uh, with Jude Law um, and Ed Harris and Rachel Weiss. So um, we were what were we talking about movies where um, uh, someone is uh, or Genghis Khan with uh, John Wayne. Enemy yeah. at the Gates is one of the movies that just was like, no, everyone just talking your regular Brit British accent, and we're just get your Russian, okay? And yeah, they didn't even fuck Ed around. Ed Harris is German like hero, and he couldn't be more American sounding. Yeah, so I I don't know it. That'll be an interesting thing to talk about because I know like I don't know why every movie and there's one recently that did this to great effect is the Hunt for Red October. Folks have has done this the best fucking way ever. You have someone speaking in a native language, Russian, whatever. You zoom in on their mouth. They change to English without a beat. You zoom out, and now everything's in English and whatever fucking accent. And I accept it 100%. That's the way to do it. But we'll talk about Enemy at the Gates, who doesn't mention it or anything. They just immediately go. Uh, even Bob Hoskins. Um, I'm Nikita Khrushchev. <laughs> Um, well, he gives a little bit of something. He gives a little something different, which almost stands out in not a great way. Well, anyway, we'll talk about this next week. Enemy at the gates. Ah. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to follow up with uh, 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 Seven Samurai, which I've been wanting to watch for maybe my Never whole life, but it. always avoided it. it. Like, that's going to be a grind, think, too. I'm, in, I'm enjoying what the movies we're doing. Because I've never seen The Bridge on the, the River Kwai, and I've never seen The Seven Samurai, and I've always wanted to see both. And it's really hard to watch these two and a half hour movies alone. 
So uh, it's nice to have a reason to go back and watch them where you can't change a channel or turn it off or just be like, nah, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. So interestingly about this movie, though, I just read it was initially scripted by screenwriter Carl Foreman, who was later replaced by Michael Wilson. Both of those guys had to work in secret because they were on the Hollywood blacklist. Yeah. And what they, they there, both I fled to the UK to continue working. Yeah. Well, I bet you it's a lot of that McCarthyism with the fucking, they're probably touted to be communist or some shit. They're commies. Oh. Or maybe they're diddlers like, what's his name? Uh, Polanski. Oh, well, you certainly Polanski. changed my opinion. Of could be one. Could They could be heroes. They could be diddlers. I don't know. What they could be hero diddlers <laughs> oh, or diddler heroes. Uh, they save, but they rape. They save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta watch that Chappelle bit again. That was so funny. That's Chappelle. Um, just That's so you guys Louis know, CK, isn't it? Uh, Is it? oh shit, it's Chappelle. Who yeah, it's about no, it's it was about Chappelle. Oh, it yeah, is Chappelle. Talking about Cosby. It is Chappelle. Sorry, yeah, it's um, about Cosby. Yeah. Just so you guys get all like uh, hyped up for Seven Samurai, it's a bit of a slog movie. It's a little long. Anyone want to take a guess? I would imagine how oh, uh, three twenty. I, I will guess. I will guess it is three hours and seven minutes. Wow, Brent, closer. Uh, the seven minute overage of three hours that Colin had with the three twenty that Brent had brings it to three hours and twenty seven minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll do one what? Sunday. Will be uh, part one and one Sunday. It will could be part very two. well be. We might need to switch up our regular night to really give this. I think the time. this is the one I'm recording when I'm in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness! Oh, that'll well. be interesting. Well, I'll watch it before I leave. I'm not going to be watching it on vacation. Yeah, we'll have to find a good time to get that in our eye holes. Uh, we hope all you find time to get that in your eye holes too, as well as. Enemy at the Gates, which is coming next. And then we can get you all told when we do our Seven Samurai episode what we got coming up for the summer. July is looking very nice, as is August, as is September, as is October. It's all good shit. So come on back, get Woo! some more for your ear holes. Um, yeah, folks, it was fun to hang out with you on this one. Sorry it was a little bit of a disappointment for us. Maybe some of you think it is still good and you should tell us exactly why so we can laugh at you on air. Uh, a little bit, but you know what? You're allowed to have your opinions, I think. We're, we'll let you have that one. So, we'll see you next week in the next episode. We look forward to that. Uh, and until then, folks, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.